Stop chasing, start attracting. If you want to find a meaningful long-term relationship, this video is for you. Most men chase women. And the interesting thing is, you are allowed to chase. It's perfectly fine to chase. You're just chasing the wrong thing, which is one particular individual. You can absolutely be intentional. You can absolutely chase the macro outcome of a relationship. You can say, that is an outcome that I want to make happen in my life. And I will, but just not with one particular individual. You can have commitment to the macro outcome called a relationship, but not with one particular person. I had a call with, not a call, I got a voice message from a client the other day who was currently in Monaco traveling around, business guy. And he sent me this voice message saying, David, I really need your help with this one. I really, really don't want to mess it up with her. I really don't want to lose her. We have such great chemistry. You know, when you're just talking to somebody and somebody, sometimes you just know, you just know. And I'm sure you've been there and I've been there. There's this one particular woman. You're fantasizing about her. You're thinking about her. You picture yourself with her. You're listening to Louis Capaldi or other romantic songs and you're envisioning a future. You jerk yourself to sleep thinking about her. You think to yourself, if only I could have her, my life would be complete. And that is an absolute and utter fallacy. I'm here to tell you that relationships are amazing and you should absolutely do whatever you can to find an amazing high quality partner, an amazing woman. But you can only have that type of woman when you don't need her anymore. Truly let that sink in. As long as you believe that you need her to be able to feel good, as long as you believe you need this one particular individual and that she's the one, you're absolutely fucked and you will repel her. Let me tell you what happens when you chase women or one particular woman. One, your self-esteem gets diminished. Second, you may burn out. And three, well, you come across as needy, we're just going to repel women. Why is your self-esteem going to get diminished? And you've experienced that because you'll start acting like a shell of yourself. I did the same thing. When I was in the relationship, when I was married to my ex-wife, I deeply craved her validation. I deeply craved her love and her, you know, approval. So much so that I changed my opinion. So much so that I wasn't truly able to communicate my needs. So much so that I wasn't able to set boundaries and my self-esteem declined, declined, declined. And at some point you end up feeling really bad even when you're in a relationship. That's why it's not just about being in a relationship with somebody or somebody that you happen to have great chemistry with or think that you have great chemistry with, but the head as well as the heart have to be engaged. You have to want to be around her from an emotional perspective. It has to feel good, but the head also has to agree. The second thing is burnout that we talked about. I'm sure you've had that where you get on dating apps, it doesn't go really well, you feel like you're worthless, nobody really likes me, and then you delete them and a couple of months later you get horny, you really want to get back into this whole thing, and then you reinstall them. Maybe you try a couple of approaches, you don't really know what you're doing, you don't have a structured and systematic approach and your mindset isn't on point, and then you just delete the apps and you stop approaching and you crawl back into your shell, you start watching explicit content on the internet. The third point is you're going to start acting needy and weird because women don't want you to chase them. You think they want to. And the funny thing is women may actually reward you for something in the short term that they're going to punish you for in the long term. Women may reward you in the beginning for giving them lots of love and lots of attention, but in the long term, you're always going to lose them because no woman on earth would want to be with a man who doesn't have options. Remember, 
Women want to be with the tribal leader. That's how their brain was primed several hundreds of thousands of years ago. Now in our society, it's very difficult to determine who is the primal leader in the US. Well, that's why status matters. So women are using status indicators. One status indicator is that you have options. And one implication of you not having options is the fact that you act needy and that you chase. It's gonna repel them. Maybe you've had situations like that. You're sitting there at the desk and you're thinking about whether you should text her or not. She stopped responding. Should I send a follow-up text? She left you unread. Maybe you went on a date or a couple of dates. You had a great connection and then she says she's not ready for a relationship. She wants to focus on work or she plans to be busy the whole time. And then you start chasing at an emotional level and it doesn't really lead anywhere. And even if you get her, you're going to be in a relationship and you're going to end up as a shell of what you truly are. A pathetic version of who you are. And you're not pathetic. You're probably a really good guy. You're probably a man who really wants to treat women well. You're probably somebody who's genuinely interested in making her feel great and providing an amazing life for her. You probably have a really good career, a really good job. You're working on your health. I'm sure you have your flaws and I have mine. Personal development is always going to keep going, but you're a really good guy. But... If you chase, if you need her, she'll never be able to stay truly attracted to you. She has to realize you want her, but you don't need her. Let me say that again. You can absolutely chase the outcome of a relationship. You can take strategic and intentional actions over a long period of time and commit yourself to making a relationship happen. Just never with one particular individual. As long as you need one particular individual, you're always going to find ways to mess it up. It's just a fact of life. So instead of focusing on this one person who's the one, which is utter bullshit, by the way, there's four billion women in the world and you found the one there's not just one i say in my bio on i don't know uh tiktok or instagram how to find the right one yeah but there isn't just one right one there's plenty of right ones for you obviously the percentage is very low and you'll have to have a lot of volume in other words you'll have to have a lot of initial interaction points to be able to go through a qualification mechanism but there isn't just one right one there's plenty of them There's plenty of women with whom you can have an amazing life because what I want for you is one, the objective outcome, a relationship, a woman that you can fall asleep with, who supports you, you have your values in common. Again, it doesn't have to be a supermodel, but somebody who you truly love, somebody who's physically attractive, somebody you can have interesting conversations with. Obviously, I want that objective outcome for you, but what I want even more, or at least as much for you, is the internal experience of what it's like to not need her, where you have almost no fear of losing her. But I should qualify that answer. Am I afraid of losing Fernanda? In a sense, of course, but only for the wrong reasons. If something were to happen, if she were to decide to leave me, which she never will, right? Never, never. <laughs> if she were to do it, First of all, why would she, why should she? Because I mean, like, who can compete with a ginger? <laughs> um, but even if she would, that would be perfectly fine because I knew I'd be okay. Would I miss her? Of course. Would I knew that be? Would I? Would I know? Do I know there would be pain? Of course. But since I've gone through a process of experiencing abundance, trust me in a variety of different ways and knowing that there's just a deep knowing that there's more women out there who'd want to be with you than you could ever be with, I know I'd be okay 
Because remember what Marshall Rosenberg says, your need for love and connection can be met independently of any particular individual. Because even if you get the woman that you really want, you'll end up scared to death to lose her. You'll bend over backwards. You'll end up sitting on a chair in your bedroom watching her get drilled down by some other dude. You'll end up a cuck. She'll whip it out and she'll fuck you in the ass without lube just because she wants to. Most likely in a metaphorical sense, perhaps even in a literal sense. If you do not choose your woman from a variety of different options, which comes as a direct result of never needing any particular individual, only ever wanting, if you don't do that, then you will never be able to set boundaries. You'll never be able to show her, yeah, I want you, but I really don't need you. You don't ever say it like that because it's a dickish thing to say. But it becomes quite apparent that that's the truth. And she shouldn't need you either. Being in a relationship because you need each other desperately is pathetic. Remember, in life, we only ever act out of inspiration or desperation. There's this idea in spirituality that is ultimately only two emotions, which, two emotions, which is love or fear. And when you act out of fear, you can't truly come from an inspired place. And I acted out of fear. The reason I got married was because I was afraid of losing my ex-wife. I had a fear in my chest. I'll never find someone like her. <gasps> I don't want to lose her. And that fear drove me. And I was afraid even during the ceremony and days after because my body was sending me signals that what I was doing wasn't right. Don't let fear be the primary motivator in your life. Don't be, let a fear of loneliness drive you either, right? Yes, you should use it as a signal that you want something. Fear is shown emotions only ever, uncomfortable, negative emotions, so to speak. They're only ever a signal that you should either change your actions or your perceptions, the way you think or the way you act. If you experience strong negative emotions, you need to, boom, change your state, change something about the way you approach life, change something about your actions, or change the way you think about things, the meaning you've given a situation, your approach to it. But don't let fear drive you because it'll limit you. As opposed to letting fear drive you, ask yourself what Alan Watts says. What do I desire? And start with what you truly want. Because if you want to find a wife, somebody that you want to have a family with at some point, or even just for yourself, you want to have a two-person family or with a bunch of beautiful kids. Is that supposed to originate from a place of fear or inspiration and love? And what I would want for you is abundance and recognizing, yes, you're going to experience nervousness. Yes, you're going to experience all these emotions. But as taught in meditation, you sit and you rest with them and you give them space and you allow them Allow yourself to feel them. It doesn't mean that you don't experience emotions. This is not about being a robot. But you don't let those emotions take over your thinking. Trust me, I've seen it over and over again with clients from 29 countries. How fear can take over somebody's mind. Oh, I don't want to lose her. I've seen countless clients cry in front of me because they're afraid of losing somebody because they've just gotten out of a relationship because they're having a hard time getting over a breakup. I've seen it all. I've been there myself. I understand it. But you can choose love. And love means truth. And truth is abundance. The world is utterly abundant, trust me. It doesn't matter whether you lose one particular individual or not. It really doesn't fucking matter at all. You just get out there, you spend time with high quality male friends, and you put yourself out there. 
you start getting on online dating apps, but you take it serious. You develop a professional approach, a professional approach to it. You get out there. You learn to approach women in everyday scenarios, perhaps at night, if you like going to bars or nightclubs or pubs, which you don't have to, but you have to learn to approach women in real life as well as online dating for your brain to experience the abundance, proof, not just promises. Your brain needs to realize that you truly are desired by more women than you could ever want to be with. And this is not some pickup artist nonsense. This is not about going on dates with hundreds of women. It's just to see, wow, there truly is abundance. This is the best way to choose a relationship, trust me. You choose somebody that you truly want to be with after having made an educated choice. Right now, you don't even know what you want. You think you got experience? Oh, three, four dates in the last six months. Nothing. That's nothing. And even if you have a lot of dates, do you really have dates with the right type of women or do they keep losing interest in you? It's all a communications game. It's all about confidence. It's all about understanding the dynamics. These three things, change them. Put yourself out there and then you can truly stop chasing. Or rather, chase the goal, but never one particular individual. And another thought that I want to lean into for a second, attracting also doesn't mean I'm just going to manifest... Yeah, yeah, I'm going to sit at a beautiful place like this at the Irish Sea, meditate for two and a half hours, and then the lady is going to appear. I believe in meditation. I believe in visualization. Absolutely. But it has to be backed up by strategic, by strategic actions. Any result you've been able to create in your life so far came from you taking consistent action. You do have to put yourself out there. Attracting doesn't just mean magic woo. No, it's a very simple process. You put yourself out there. You communicate in a way that your target audience, your specific target audience understands it. And all of a sudden, beautiful things happen. It is a tiny bit more complex than that, but not a lot more. Pardon me. That's the important thing. You put yourself out there, you attract, but in a sense that you do take action. And I can take a lot of action without needing one particular individual if we zoom into the context of the date right now. Yes, I am going to assume the burden of proactivity on the date. I'm going to do the right things that yield a high probability, or that have a high probability of yielding success, rather. But internally, I can relax and lean back and show her, yeah, I really don't need you. That has to transpire. It has to come through. But trust me, it's much easier to show her that you don't need her and thereby attract her, let her come to you in a sense, even though you're the one being proactive if you have another date lined up in three or four days. If you only have one date once in a blue moon, yeah, obviously you're going to be needy. <laughs> Imagine you haven't eaten in six months. And somebody offers you a beautiful steak. Yeah, there's going to be a little bit of saliva in your mouth. It's going to be very difficult to contain yourself in that moment to not want that steak. You're going to feel like you need that steak in that moment. If you meditate, obviously you can get over it. But even if you have these sensations in the moment, just recognize, okay, I'm not going to let these emotions take over my thinking. I'm going to recognize them. I'm going to give them space. And spirituality, they would say that you're the one who knows. Your awareness itself. And you feel those things. And then you relax. And then you validate yourself and you realize that all I need is myself. So you have these two contradicting paradigms in your own head where on the one hand, obviously you need a relationship to be happy. Relationships are the number one thing that makes us happy. Fernando and I, we watched a movie yesterday. What a boring fucking movie. Holy shit. Into the wild. My God, what a boring movie. Like for all of you, spoiler alert, the dude dies in the end. It wasn't uh, too much fun. And the whole 
point of it was that he eventually learned that he needs relationships. That was the whole idea. One second, I'm just gonna turn up the brightness here a little bit. Oh no, that was the wrong way. Let's try that again. Yeah, one more, great. And the whole point of it, as I was saying, was that he eventually learned that relationships are necessary because he thought, I can just go out into nature, explore life, and eventually I eat the wrong berry and I fucking die in a bus and nobody even gives a shit about me. Beautiful. No, relationships are absolutely the number one source for happiness for human beings. At the same time, the other side of the coin, so to speak, is that you can experience ultimate happiness, or rather peace and fulfillment, while you're just sitting there, while you're just meditating giving yourself all the emotions that you want because your nervous system is capable of doing exactly that. Your nervous system is capable of accessing all these desired thoughts because once experienced, you can always tap back into it. And that's something that I've learned from one of Germany's best psychologists, Gunther Schmidt. So while you're with her, know that you can give yourself all the validation, all the emotions, all the confidence, all the fulfillment you'd ever need. And on a macro level, you can commit yourself to the outcome. So here's my invitation. Ask yourself when you're interacting with women, when you're committing yourself to an approach towards a certain area in your life, be that your career or dating and relationships, are these actions I'm about to take coming from a place of love, in other words, abundance, or are they coming from a place of fear and desperation? Choose love and inspiration. And the micro interactions, as well as the totality of your life is going to go on a totally different trajectory. If you want me to help you with that personally, apply for a free initial consultation call. Looking forward to speaking with you soon. Take care. Oh, wow. That was fucking good. How was that, babe? Wow, good damn. Come here, my baby. Good kiss. <laughs> How was that? Amazing. Your validation hole, by the way. Yes. But I do it in a cute way. Mm -hmm. Where I don't need the validation, I want the validation. <laughs> <laughs>